Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. How you going? Pretty good. I'm hoping you've got a joke for me. Nope. Uh. Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, 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 Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm Tim. And uh, we completely forgot about organising a joke until I hit record and then uh, just kept going. <laughs> that's how we're rolling today. Yeah, we're, just push- we're just pushing through. Yeah, we're just pushing through. Uh, Tim. What is what the Tim? Is the Tim and, and Dan Low. Tim, how's your week been? Yeah, good. Uh, we are on a step challenge at the moment, Dan. Yeah. So, if you are seeing me walk around in my awesome new shirts mm. designed by Gongi, which I talked about in the video that we streamed yep. before we hit record, yep. Uh, then it is p- all part of getting more steps for the Cats Accounters Steps Challenge. Yeah, that's right. Um, yesterday was not a great Steps Challenge day for me because um, I didn't go for my morning run. And it really started like... It makes you feel like you're doing nothing, but I actually went on like a five to six K walk (laughs) (laughs) during the day and I still got like only like seven and a half thousand steps. That just shows like our job is so stationary, isn't it? If you're you're being productive in our industry, it means you're being mightily unproductive physically. Yeah, exactly. Um, And it's it's frustrating because yeah, like I just to keep, between, you know, uh, kind of roughly 15,000 steps a day, I go for a run in the morning and then a walk in the afternoon. And, and that gets me gets me there. Um, gets you there? Yeah, it gets me there. It gets me over the top. But then if you miss just one of those <laughs> things, you're still exercised, but you feel like you did nothing when you look at everyone else's step counts. You're like, I only got less than 8,000 steps. And it's like, pathetic, Dan, yeah. you, you piece of shit. <laughs> Why did you even bother? today you're making this challenge sound like a big negative for you, <laughs> no, Dan. no i'm enjoying it actually it's uh, I, I went i went for my run this morning so today i'm back on top <laughs> uh no it, it is i mean look that's why it's called a challenge mm. it's uh it's not easy not and easy. um yeah especially being an accountant you've got a it's almost like every spare moment of your day you need to be walking, yeah. basically, if you're going to try and hit something between fifteen and 20,000 steps. Yep. But when you think about it, there's no reason why you shouldn't be moving when you're not working mm-hmm. because that just means you, you're either sitting on the couch watching TV or just, or just I don't know, reading your phone or mm. lying in bed. So, um, yeah, it is a good reminder just to move, yeah. to just get out there. It and, is. Uh, you don't realize how much finding. you're not moving until yeah. you count your steps. And then you're like, oh, geez, I am not moving at all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, mm. it's been a really good reminder of that. Um, what, any any little step hacks that uh, you've got, Dan? Um, I, I think it's like try and, and add steps any way you can. Like if you're driving somewhere, drive a little bit further away from where you need to go. <laughs> yeah, and then nice. you walk extra or... Nice. Um, or just uh, when we go on our afternoon walk, we have a pretty good track we've been doing almost nice. every day in lockdown. But if if I'm running low in steps, we just add a few zigzags. Yes. Uh, up a yep. couple extra streets. 
Nice. Just to just to add, you know, an extra thousand steps or something in the day. So that's been good. Perfect. Um, one, one thing I would like to say, we just got a comment from from Mike um, on the chat here, Tim. It says, Ooh. Tim, the hair, RIP. So f- from this angle, it does look like you've had a haircut, but in fact, you haven't. It's just pulled back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hair is not RIP. No. Um, the hairdressers are opening next week. So yeah. I've got a pre- pretty serious decision to make. Do you keep going? Or? Well, I'm just watching the replay on the face. That is ridiculous how much hair is on the back of my head there. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to find a, a hairdresser mm. that knows how to deal with men's long hair because I want to kind of keep it long, but yeah. I do need to tidy it up a bit. Who does, so. who does like David Beckham use in the day with his long hair? Like <laughs> when he had a long hair. I think he has short hair these days, but he definitely had a long hair phase. Mm, yeah. Mm. If uh, I think we, we we have a friend of the podcast, Sam Petruzma, who has long hair. So I'm gonna ask Sam. Yeah, you know, long hair people. We gotta stick mm. together. We yeah. gotta share details on who the good hairdressers are and stuff like that. Great stuff. <laughs> well, uh, All right, I have a step hack for you. Okay, go I've for it. I've been doing weights because I don't want to completely just stop. Yep. Um, other forms of training. Mm-hmm. The thing that would be bad. Yep. But in between sets, I've been walking up and down my street. Oh, nice. That's a good idea. Uh, for about two minutes, one minute each way. Yeah, because you're going like to normally you just recovery. sit there and you just stand there and you see people doing this on their phone or something. Like, yeah. just add some steps. Add some steps. And yesterday, I must have got like two thousand steps doing that. Nice. That's good. It's mm. really good. That's a great step up. I have to think of some next mm. week. You'll hear me next with some week. step hacks next week. Um, so uh, I have a story I'd like to tell. Tim, um, All right. uh, th- this is f- f- a friend of the podcast, uh, Chris Foster, the fuzz, the fuzz, um, too drunk footy fame. I-, I spoke to him during the week and he had a, I tried to call him to, to call in and, and tell us the story live on air, but, um, but he must be busy at work or something. Um, which, you know, doesn't sound like Chris. Uh, no. <laughs> so isn't he a teacher? <laughs> so I, um, Stab. I'll tell the story instead. So his bank account got hacked, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Tim. No. Yeah. And, and someone, luckily it wasn't much. It was like someone bought something from this music store for like 70 bucks. Right. Okay. And he noticed it straight away. He called his bank, said, I didn't make this purchase. Not me. They canceled the transaction, canceled the card. Um, you know, and you know, that's an annoying process. You got to wait four or five days for your new card to come. And so in between that, you don't have a card. It's, it's annoying. You got to change all your direct debits yeah. as well. It's, it's, you, you, you start getting all these emails saying your payment failed. Yeah. And they think you're, they think you're a bum. Exactly. Like, and you're like, no, I was hacked. <laughs> I was hacked. <laughs> Anyway, so we've all been through this this scenario, right? And so he, it was all fine, it, it was all fixed, and and you know they cancelled the transaction, no harm, no foul. Uh, two weeks later, though, uh, the Foz is just sitting at home doing his thing, and a package arrives at the door, and he opens it up, and it's from the same music shop that uh, he had a this transaction from to his address, but to a different name. So just some guy's name and his address from that music shop. And he opened it up and sure, sure enough, it was, it was the package that whoever what? stole his account had purchased, right? They sent it to him. Because his address was saved to the card details. Oh my God. So the billing address for that card 
was his house. So the person, whoever stole his details, didn't change the address. They just got sent to his wow. house, right? So Chris, being the person that he is, uh, decided to try and find the guy whose oh name was God. on this package, right? So he, he, he found this guy, the same name on Facebook, and he wrote to him. He must have written to a few of them because <laughs> there's a lot of people these named, right? And he said, hey, you know, I've got this package. It's mistakenly been delivered to my house, um, but I think it must be for you. It's got your name. If this is you, l- let me know. And the guy said, yeah, mate, that's, that's my package. Um, Chris like, oh, great. Well, why don't you come pick it up? Right? Come, come to my house. I don't know where you live. Turns out the guy lived about an hour away. He said, yep, yeah, all right, I'll come pick it up. And Chris said, yeah, no problem. Just bring your ID so I know it's you. Oh. Right? The guy drives to his house. Right? And no. let's, let's, let's not forget, this is a guy who knows he bought this with stolen credit card details. Right? Oh. Drives to Chris's house. Goes to Chris's Please front tell me door. When he got there. Please tell me when he got there. 30 cops jumped out of the bushes and arrested him <laughs> no, aggressively. Even better. Drives to Chris's house, comes to the front door. Chris says, you know, hey, mate, yeah, here's your package. Just give me your ID. I'll just make sure it's you. Uh, the guy hands his ID to Chris. Chris must take a picture of it, gives it oh back. Oh, my God. Gives the guy the package and says, cheers. Well, just let you know I'm going to call the police. <laughs> And the guy's like, what do you mean? He said, well, I know you stole, you know, here's my bank account. You stole my details. You bought this with my credit card details. And then you were dumb enough to give me your ID and come Holy to my house. Shit. I'm calling, I'm going to give this to the cops. Anyway, um, uh, the guy starts going, oh, mate, you know, no, we don't need to get the cops involved. You know, we don't need to do any of that. And he's like, well, yeah, of course I do. You stole bank details. Like, why wouldn't wow. I? He's like, mate, I know where you live now. Like, you know, if you call the cops and Chris like, yeah, and I and the police know where you live. <laughs> I've got your ID. <laughs> if something happens, they're going to know who to go to. And that uh, is madness. And then the guy's like, no, mate, no, 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 let's not get the cops involved. I'll just give you 80 bucks back. Like, it's fine. Oh. And Chris is like, yeah, sure. All right, whatever. So, the, the guy left, comes back with 80 bucks, gives it back to Chris. And Chris is like, yeah, no, no worries. Thanks, mate. And uh, the guy left. Chris calls the cops. <laughs> As you would. And he got 80 bucks from it. And so, oh. Chris goes to the police station and says, you know, someone stole my details. And, and the, apparently, the police were like, yeah, well, these guys, you know, they're, they're notoriously hard to get. You can't pin them down. And it's not easy. And Chris says, well, how about if I've got his address, the package that was delivered to my house, his ID, the bank transaction, and he came to my house and admitted it to me. <laughs> And the guy was wow. like, yeah, that's probably enough to get him. Cheers. Oh. Anyway, this is a couple of days ago. That he hasn't, he hasn't heard the, the end of the story yet. But this guy who stole bank detail, must have bought them online or something, was dumb enough to give Chris, the guy who he stole the details from, his real ID. <laughs> wow. That is mayhem. I can't believe that. How good wow. is that story? My mind is blown yeah. at that. That is ridiculous. Chris there told me the story and I was like, only this would happen to Chris. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> to go and then try and find him yeah. as well. Oh, my God. But that guy must be new to it because he accidentally sent it to Chris's address. <laughs> yeah. It's scary that people that stupid can get can your details. do it. Yeah, yeah. so I, I don't know how he got them. I don't know if, if he was the one that stole them or, or if he just bought them off a site somewhere or something. 
Um, wow. Scary stuff, though. But uh, but yeah, what a story. What a story. That's a great story. Mm. There you go. Anyway, Thanks for sharing. That's my Dan Low this week, and it's actually the Fozzes, the Fozlo. Good work, Foz. Mm. That's a good one. All right, Tim, yeah. do you have a business update? I, I have one. Fire away. Uh, the um, banking regulator yesterday, APRA, announced an increase in the assessment rate for home loans uh, from mm. 2.5 to 3% in an effort to curb growth. Uh, Mike, you're listening to this. I'm sure you have some, some thoughts about that. Um, <laughs> in a, in a, to, to try and curb the growth in, in debt, basically. Um, apparently, one in five people are currently borrowing more than six times their current uh, income. So, in an effort to, to curb that, they're, they're increasing the assessment rate. And a lot of people are saying that this is a, this is a, a warning shot. It's a bit of a, a, dip, in the, a dip in the pool of, of um, lending mm. tightening. And, um, and they're just going to kind of see what happens and, and there might be more to come. But um, very interesting. Yeah. I mean... We, we, I feel like we're kind of in the epicenter of it, mm. given where um, I read an article on Facebook mm. during the week, mm. which compared Terrigal to like the Northern Beaches, but mm. underpriced compared to the oh, really? Beaches. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think this is probably a positive move. Mm. We do need to maybe just calm things down yeah. a little. Um, it's good. People have saved money during COVID. Yeah, there you go. So Mike's just said on Facebook, um, this is the biggest boom since about 1989. Yeah. So, um, and interest rates aren't going anywhere soon, but it was getting a bit concerning. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the problem that the, the I, I doubt they really care about the cost of houses. It's more the amount of debt because, you know, people take on these debt for 30 years. It's not two years. Um, mm. So, interest rates at the moment, all-time low. But what happens when interest rates are 5%, 6%, 7%, um, which which over 30 years probably will happen. Um, yeah. You know, it could even happen in the next five years. Who knows? Um, yeah. if, if there's suddenly massive inflation and, and they're starting, they've, they've started to increase interest rates in other countries already. So, mm. it, it will happen. Um It'll be fascinating. Uh, oh, it's it's important to know that um, yeah, people won't be able to afford that if it happens quickly. So, um, yeah, I think I think we'd be banking on massive wage growth mm. um, across that time, but it might not happen in every industry. Yeah, uh, just look at um, teachers as an example. I know we've talked about them a little bit recently, but their 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 wages are locked in. Yeah, so. It may not be necessarily possible mm. for their wages to increase at the rate yeah. that would be required if interest rates hit eight percent. Yeah. So, and and I know there's other things that the the regulator can be doing, like putting caps on interest only loan amounts and and all sorts of things. So, um, an interesting article I read was saying that this might may impact um, investors a fair bit because they mm. they almost don't care about the price they're they're buying. Um, because it's not their own home, they sort of they borrow as much as they possibly can for the, for an investment, um, yeah. and and this might reduce their ability to do that. Uh, another article was talking about first home buyers, and and already people were at a stretch to try and afford, and essentially mm. they're saying it might cut your ability to borrow by up to five yeah. percent. So if if you had, you know, let's say you could borrow eight hundred and fifty, um, you might now only be able to borrow eight hundred. 
mm-hmm. um, which which is very interesting. So yeah. yeah, I'm fascinated to see what effect this might, if any, has in the market. They said it's meant to come in November one, but I just thought that was a good a good uh, good business update. That is Dan. That's a really good one. Mm. Another um, business update from me. Just a space that I'm watching at mm. the moment is uh, Australia's developing stance on climate change and what we're doing politically Yeah, in, in response to it. Big shifts, just, sort of. Yeah, yeah <laughs> well, um, I mean, we're seeing the states announcing more than what the federal government mm. is announcing. And so the states are actually locking in to doing things. Mm. Um, interestingly enough, I heard on hack on triple J the mm. other day, which probably does have a bit of a slanted mm. opinion on, on this sort of topic, but uh, there's been three coal mine, coal mines approved in the last week by mm. the federal government. So it just seems like they're not really getting the message. Like things potentially need to change. Uh, we need to start planning for renewable energy yeah. in the future. And my, my opinion on, on this is that, um, you know, yes, there's obviously still a demand for coal around the world and in places, um, you know, and, and you don't want to kick lots and lots of people out of out of a job straight away. But it, it's not so much a political point now that we should be switching to renewables or mm. an environmental concern. It's an economic one. The, the world's going to shift from it. And so, it, if, if you don't start doing that now and start targeting areas in which we might have a competitive competitive advantage over just because of where we are and, and even some of the minerals we have for batteries and, and things like that, um, technology, solar power, all these things that we have the ability to sort of become leaders in, um, mm. we might miss the boat. We're missing the wave. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we actually have a chance to be ahead of mm. the curve here and perhaps build a new export market exactly. for ourselves. Yeah. And, and design technology mm. and be a thought leader, but I'm actually just for the first time, I've started thinking, wow, wouldn't it be fascinating? Like we even had a catch up with Mark Jenkins mm. earlier in the week and he was talking about um, B Corp mm. certified and how that's become a big thing in Europe. Mm. And that was just news to me mm. about businesses needing to be certified as socially or environmentally sustainable. Mm. Um, it's just, I don't know. It was just alarming because Australia might be falling behind there. And yeah, politically, we don't have to wait for the politicians to make decisions. But at the same rate, they're the lead, they're meant to be the leaders mm. of this country. Yeah. And they can do things like they can incentivize all of us to buy electronic vehicles. Yeah, exactly. Right. They can approve more charging stations yep. across the country. Yeah. Um, they could subsidize you know, put less subsidies on um, on fossil fuels and, and more into renewable. Right, exactly. Um, mm. So, there's a perfect example. So, um, I want to go back and actually check and listen to this episode of Hack, but they had a guy on who was all about how we should electrify our kitchens and our households. I think, I think, he, I think it was electrify was mm. the word. But anyway, a lot of our household items still rely on gas, and he was saying that's not a way of the future. Um, uh, natural gas is not sustainable. Mm. Electricity is because yeah. in Australia we can get power from the sun. Yeah. <laughs> so we should all just have fully electrical 
appliances in our home. Mm. We should have batteries. We yep. should have electric electronic cars. Just make it um, makes sense. It just makes sense. Th- then we don't have to mm. um, import petrol and gas yeah. and resources from other countries mm. to keep our economy running. Yeah, and we can use the clean electric electricity to make resources like clean steel and. Um, and I think we do a lot of like mining and, and copper and, and other resources that are really yeah. good for renewable technology as well. Um, but they can be made from from clean energy yeah. rather than and, yeah, and I don't have all fuels. the I don't have all the numbers on this. Um, and I probably should. I might I, I don't I usually don't like to speak out of turn without having all of the the, the, the research under my belt. But yeah. mining doesn't have to go away because we don't mine coal. There's so mm-hmm. many other minerals that this country has that we do already mine. And they're going to need yeah. more of, like lithium for batteries, exactly, and exactly, and all sorts of stuff um, that that we still need to mine, and we're still very rich in. And yeah. I don't know why we're holding on to something that is going to disappear. You know, future investment money. should be in new things that are going to get us more money. Like it, it just doesn't seem like a smart investment anymore. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So mm. anyway, I thought that would be interesting to just bring up and talk about. Mm. It would be really cool if we could find someone in that space to bring onto the podcast. I love that. To give us more information. That's why I actually want to go and listen to that episode of Hack to find out who that person was and to Get maybe him reach out to them yeah. and see if they want to. Absolutely. If, if you're listening to this and, and you know somebody who is either a researcher or an academic or an industry person that, that has information about this, reach out. Please, yeah, yeah. Mm. All right, let's move on, Tim. Do you have a tight-ass tip? Uh, yes, I can. Is it an environmental tip? Is it a money tip? What, what are we looking at today? Um, let's see, let's see. Come on. Insert elevator music. Okay, me. here we go. Um <laughs> Uh, no, let's make it a, let's make it a time ass tip. Time ass tip. Yeah. It's in, it's in, I guess in the, in the mode of the step challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, there's actually a lot of things you can do whilst moving. Yep. Uh, one of them is drinking a coffee. Yep. Uh, another is making a phone call. Yep. So you love doing that. I do. I do. And I think, um, what's really good is even if you have a business meeting, you could probably, if it's not one that requires sharing information on the screen, you could just politely say to whoever you're meeting with, Hey, I'm trying a new thing to move more mm. whilst, um, whilst I'm working. Um, because sitting and staying still is a silent killer. So do you yeah. mind if I take this call on the move with me and that just explains there's going to be some weird background noises and things like that. Mm. But I think it's good because you'll actually find you're going to come up with better ideas Mm. and, um, and by breathing and moving, you might actually um, be more open to a different way of thinking and finding different solutions. So you're killing two birds with one stone. You get in a move, getting outside and perhaps having better meetings as well. I was um, actually invited on a walkie-talkie, she calls them. Um, walkie-talkie. A nice. walkie-talkie uh, in, a, in a few weeks' time. 
which is just a, a meeting where you go for a walk. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Shout out to Julie Watson. Julie Watson. Okay, nice. Mm. Maybe we should record a podcast on the walk there on the sometime walk. over the next yeah. three weeks. This will be it. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, just like get a treadmill if we can find a treadmill sponsor. Well, for the show, shout out. And we can you know, walk. I, I, I have reached out to a few uh, exercise equipment people because we are searching for a sponsor in the uh, exercise equipment category um, mm. because um, we want to demonstrate healthy lifestyles and, and lifestyle accounting and, and being active is, is one of those. So, if you know someone who works for, for one of these businesses that, uh, that does have exercise equipment, bikes, treadmills, that kind of thing, um, also reach out. But Tim, before we move on to our main segment, mm. let's have a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, Tim, didn't we uh, have a sponsor today? What? Yeah. Who would you guess would uh, sponsor the Two Drunk Accountants? Uh, the ATO? No, wrong. Support for the Zero. two drunk accountants, Tim. Today is brought to you by Manscaped. Who, hey. Yeah, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. They're the champions of the world, Tim. Uh, Manscaped <laughs> offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped Ooh. just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. I've used it, Tim. Uh, but you heard that right. It was the 4.0. You should join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. 20% off, free worldwide shipping with the code 2drunk at manscaped.com. Tim, I'm very happy to have this sponsor on board today. Well, Dan, it's funny you mentioned that because I have used this recently and uh, you know we've been in lockdown, yeah. right? Yeah. So, my head, my head hair is growing out of control. <laughs> Um, but my body hair yeah. is the best it's ever been. And uh, I went on that six-week shred. Yep. And this really helped amplify the results of that. Yeah. So, so first you okay. shred and then you shred. And then, yeah. This is like a shortcut to yeah. the shred. Yeah. Okay. And you can get 20% off from free shipping with our code here. So I definitely rate this. It's worth checking out. Yeah, and and you know, Tim, we know lots of people who who have had they've had accidents when when they're trying to to manscape. They're trying mm. to keep it trim down there, and and they're not using the right tools for the right job. The manscaped uh, 4.0, Tim, uh, is precision made and features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. That makes yeah. me feel confident, Tim. That makes me feel I confident. Feel Look, I've got enough to stress about at the moment, let alone grooming accidents. So, <laughs> well, confidence. Tim, get 20% off and free shipping with the code 2drunk at manscaped.com. That's 2drunk, T W O drunk. Uh, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code 2drunk, unlock your confidence, and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. <laughs> All right, so our main topic today, Tim, is carrying back them losses. Yeah, this yep. is, uh, look, people should be more excited about this than what they are, yeah, I think. This was the lost carryback tax offsets. This is something that was announced in a budget, a couple of budgets ago to help with stimulating the economy. And it's essentially allowing you, because normally if, if you have a tax loss, Tim, um, what you get to do is carry it forward. So let's say this financial year, I made a tax loss of $20,000 in my business. I get to carry that loss forward 
to mm-hmm. a future year where I make a profit. And if I make a 50 grand profit next year, I apply my 20 grand loss and I've only got 30 grand of profit I need to pay tax on. It allows you yeah. to, to move losses from one year to the next. Um, yeah. But this rule is actually saying, well, lucky people and lucky businesses out there, if you have a tax loss, not only can you choose to carry it forward, but you can actually carry it back and apply it against a previous year in which you had to pay tax. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So if you paid tax in a prior year or run through the limits around those prior years, but the concept is if you paid tax in a prior year and then you make a loss in a later year, you could get some of that tax back. Yep. Yeah, that's Mm. right. So essentially let's, let's go through the, the broad um, years that you can use this for. So it starts in the uh, 2020 financial year. So that's the 2019, 2020 financial year. Uh, I always find it easy just to say year ended 30 June, 2020 mm-hmm. uh, and it applies all the way up until the year ended 30 June, 2022. Um, and you can carry back these losses all the way back to the year ended 30 June, 2019. Um, so, in English, that means if you made a loss in 2020, 2021, or 2022, you can apply that loss against uh, profits that you made in 2019, 2020, or 2021. Yeah. So, um, this is really handy, especially in light mm. of COVID yep. and the lockdowns we've been in. Mm-hmm. So, 2019 could have been a great year for many businesses that mm. were ramping up. And if you're expecting future profits, then it makes sense to get into the habit of starting to pay tax. Mm. So 2019 could have seen a lot of businesses paying a high amount of tax. Um, But then everything, as we know, changed towards the end of the 2020 financial year. So by about March, April of 2020, we were entering our first lockdown Mm. in Australia. So profits could have actually started to dip and then we've probably seen the impacts of that last for another 18 months through to 2021. So it's a good opportunity to try and get back some of that tax from 2019 that you might've paid um, if your business has been hit by this pandemic. Yeah, that's right. And, and it continues all the way to 2022. So you may have made profits in 2019, 2020 and 2021, but if you make a loss in 2022, you can carry it back to any of those years um, and, and, and get some of that income um, tax that you paid back essentially uh, as a refund. So let's go through. Questions. Yeah, go. questions, Dan. Go yeah. For it. So is this, what, what size of business can do this? Good question, Tim. Essentially um, you need to have aggregated turnover uh, of $5 billion. So, uh, yeah, that's that's quite a lot. So it actually says a, a small businesses. business entity in the last year, or would have been a small business entity if the aggregated turnover threshold was five billion dollars. <laughs> so not really small business. Um, it's mm. it's majority of business um, falls into this category. So yep. um, yeah, really really not too hard. Also an eligible entity uh, if you are a company. So this is doesn't make sense for. Um, other Sole entities traders. that get to apply those losses against other income and things anyway. Yeah. Um, so a company or a corporate limited partnership or a public trading trust 
throughout the income year that you were claiming the tax offset, offset the income year you choose to carry the law loss back to, uh, mm-hmm. and any income years in between, and you were mm-hmm. a small business entity in the loss year or would have been a small business entity if the aggregate turnover was $5 billion. So... I'll tell you what, uh, yeah, if so this if rule was around, yeah. this really does change some of your planning around entities, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it sucks a little bit that trusts don't benefit from yeah. something like this. Yeah, it does. It does. But for all you companies out there uh, who made a loss or think you're going to make a loss, then this one is shout out for you. <laughs> shout out from the ATO. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, companies who are... Aggregated turnover of less than five billion, which would be most people listening listening to this. Cool. Um, and so, is it is it tricky to apply? What are the what are the other rules like? So, a couple of things to disclose: you can't carry back capital losses. Okay. So yep. Makes sense. Yep. Makes sense. Um, let's just define that for the listeners right now. So that's perhaps a loss made on selling shares. Or a capital asset similar to that. So, property, yeah. even selling a business if you made a loss on yeah. selling the business. Correct. Yeah. So, this is purely on income losses is, is the best way to put it. It's if the ordinary course of running your business, your ordinary income, you made a loss um, on. That is the uh, tax losses which we're talking about. Um, you can't carry back losses arising from the conversion of excess franking credits. That one's, that's, a, that's mm. fair enough. Um, okay. So, if you're unfamiliar with that rule, um, as a company, if you have received franking credits during the year and you don't use them all, so you don't, you know, um, you have more franking credits than tax that you owe, essentially, uh, those excess franking credits get converted to a loss and carried forward to apply against future profits. So, um, and that essentially is offsetting tax. Um, in the same way that the franking credit normally would, but just in a future year. So, you can't yeah. carry those excess franking credits back. That's an interesting one. That is interesting. Um, mm. And transferred losses relating to foreign banking corporations and head companies of consolidated groups. So, again, mm. most of you listening aren't going to have to worry about that. So, that's like Apple making losses because e- exactly. the price of importing yeah. Apple devices from Ireland just went up. S- speaking of which, there was a, a whole other release of, um, uh, I forgot the name, the, the, the original ones, were, they were the Panama Papers. These ones are the Pandora Papers, I think, or something. Yeah, I heard about this and, and uh, something about maybe there should be more scrutiny on accountants. <laughs> yeah. So, there's uh, yeah a whole other list of um, big names and companies and people putting money in um, foreign entities which was fascinating. Anyway, wow. um, not diving into that one right now. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you can only carry back the losses that relate to the 2020, 2021, and 22 years, and you can only apply them to the 2019, 2020, 21 years. So, three years that you can actually apply these losses against. Um, mm. So, you can't go back to 2018 or, or any other of those, any, any more of those years. Cool. So, maybe we can work through like a practical example. Yeah. So, so, here's a great one. Let's, let's start with you made a tax loss in 2020. Okay. Now, the reason I've done that is because you couldn't actually apply this in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. what should we say? $10,000 loss in, Ten- in 2020? Correct. You made a $10,000 tax loss of ordinary income in the 2020 financial year. You've made a... Mm. $20,000 profit in 2019. Just keep it easy. Cool. So, 
you lodge your tax return, you're a good citizen, you've lodged your tax return on, the, let's just say, 30th of September uh, 2020, so that year, uh, mm-hmm. you actually couldn't do a thing in that year. Uh, you weren't actually able to claim it yet. Um, you can claim it, but you can't do it until the 2021 year. So, mm. the loss that you want to carry back in 2020 actually happens in 2021. So, let's yep. skip ahead a year then. You go to prepare your 2021 uh, financial year and let's say mm-hmm. you made another $10,000 tax loss. So, now your losses are $20,000. You've got $20,000. So, Tim, what do you do? Well, you'd be able to presumably get back the tax that you paid yep. in 2019. Yep. Mm. That's right. The so, only, yeah, the only difference could be around tax rates. But, um, but yeah, that's the way it should work. Essentially, in 2019, you paid tax on $20,000 of profit. Yep. And that could have been somewhere, but that no, could have been 27.5% to 30%. Rate so let's just mm-hmm. call it about five thousand dollars of tax. Yeah, probably paid. Um, then in twenty twenty one, you could actually ask for the ATO to pay you that tax that you paid mm. in twenty nineteen back as yep. a refund yep. and any installments that you also paid in twenty twenty one. So you're actually getting more money back than you potentially put aside for tax. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, that you need to complete some additional labels in the tax return, essentially, yep. to, to be able to claim this. Um, I did this recently. It was yep. quite interesting. So, actually. your opening and closing franking account balances to calculate um, the amount of the offset, your aggregated turnover for the loss year you need to enter mm-hmm. in, the amounts of the tax losses that you are carrying back to calculate the yep. offset, and your tax liability for the income years you were carrying the losses back to. And the amounts of unutilized net exempt income for the income years you were carrying losses back to. Yeah. So, you need to enter in all those things into the appropriate labels in the tax return. So, here's a good example. If you paid tax in 2021. Yep. And there was actually, um, you received the job. Sorry. That's not really going to work. Cash flow boost. Let's just say. Yeah, like a cash flow boost. That's yep. that's the better example. Yep. So um, that could that could be deemed as uh, exempt income. Yep. So if you were trying to actually uh, carry back a loss from 2022 against 2021, you'll need to take that exempt income off the loss first. Mm. Which you might think well, that's a little bit unfair because it was exempt income, but. Um, that's the rule they're putting in place, I suppose. Yeah. So that, and I'm not actually uh, sure that um, cash flow boost was exempt income. I think it was like non-exempt, non-taxable. Non, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so there's very specific it, things. It's that, very specific. Yeah. It's very specific. And and I would like to look into that one a yeah. bit further. But I don't think it will affect, affect many people. Yeah. And that will be an issue for 2022. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's right. It's... It's uh, it's definitely worth just noting that as a flag. Uh, check cash flow boosts and check for any other exempt income before yep. carrying back losses. Yeah, that's right. Um, so that's interesting. The other thing that I did mention didn't mention earlier is that you had to have lodged the tax return, obviously for the year that you're intending to carry back to, but also the previous five years. So essentially, your tax lodgements need to be up to date. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you need Makes to sense. have yeah, you need to have lodged all of those things. Yep. 
Um, I hope everyone who's listening has their tax lodgements up to date yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. You bloody well should. <laughs> <laughs> I've got allergies to something all of a sudden. I don't know where this is coming it's from. It's spring, mate. Dan. It's spring. Yeah. Oh, do, you know, do you know what gets me? The uh, bottle brush. Yeah. Bottle brushes get me. And there's if, if you've ever been to the Central Coast, specifically um, <laughs> kind of the 2261 postcode, it's like all they planted was bottle brush. It's a lot of it for years. It a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want any uh, nasally people like no, you and I did. Exactly. Two two six one. You go for a yeah. run and you run under the tree and you're just like, whoa, uh oh, I'm sneezy. <laughs> uh, so, essentially, uh, the ATO provided a fair bit of information around this. Uh, little questionnaires if you can carry it back. Um, but essentially, if your aggregate turnover is less than five billion. Uh, you have an income tax liability in the year that you're wanting to carry back to and you made a loss in the current year uh, and you've met all of your lodgement obligations for the previous five years, then you are able to claim this offset in your tax return. You've got to update your franking account balances and things when you're getting um, offsets and refunds. So, be aware of that um, mm-hmm. because obviously franking account balance is impacted by your uh, income tax paid or refunded. So, so that will yep. affect it. Uh, but essentially, it's pretty straightforward. If you've made yeah, it, it's a really good one. Yeah. It's just so easy to overlook. Yeah. So, it's good for people to just be aware of whether you're an accountant, bookkeeper, or a taxpayer. Having an accountant or bookkeeper do the work for you. Yep. Have the conversation, uh, especially if you made a loss in 2021. So and paid tax in one of the last two financial years. Here's a scenario that that might work for you, Tim. Let's say during the 2021 financial year, you bought several pieces of big equipment, and mm. uh, there's currently full expensing. There and is. You full expense those items, and because of that, you made a tax loss. Well, not only do you not pay tax this year, but you can apply that loss against last year's profit. Exactly. You can get back some of the previous year's tax. So, you can see how some of these stimulus measures that were in the last couple of budgets can really work together to to help give you some extra cash flow in your business. Yeah. I like it. It's a winner. Yeah. I wish it was always around. Yeah. Well, it, used to, it was a rule at some point in the past. Mm. I think it has been on and off um, through time. In a lot of other countries, I think like Singapore as an mm. example, I'm pretty sure loss carryback is a thing. So Yeah, right. So, it's sort of like yeah. you're paying tax on average of your profit as you go along. It's like, yeah. you shouldn't pay tax if you've made losses. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. You know, if you have one huge year and you pay a lot of tax and then the next year you make a loss, I just mm. think that's unfair yep. to the taxpayer. So. I agree. Well, that brings us to the end of our main topic today. Um, let's move on to other things. Tim, I have another thing this week. And um, good. It's it's something that I've been wanting to watch for a while. Squid Game? No, not Squid Game, but that is on my list. <laughs> um, I've been wanting to watch for a while because I, I'm a fan of Scrubs. You know, okay. growing up, Scrubs was one of my favorite shows, and uh, yep. that was created by a guy named yep. Bill Lawrence. Right? You're a bit of a scrub. Yep. Uh, but uh, it's Ted Lasso. I want to watch that. I really want to watch that. So he, on Apple TV. On Apple TV, yeah. And and uh, Kat bought a, an iPad for her work. Um, no longer. It came nice. with a free 12-month subscription to Apple TV. So, nice. how good's that? Anyway, cool. I started watching it. 
this is the show we need in our lives right now. <laughs> Honestly, like it's 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 all about being kind. It's all like, about being kind and positive. And yeah, exactly. I, like I was and watching how, and it, I was like, you can achieve more by doing that. Exactly. Or, yeah, it's exactly what I read it is. An article on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was watching it and I was like, this is it. This is this is exactly how I feel right now. And and other things that people have been saying that just we should just be kind to people. And it's cool. And the world will be a better place and, and you will win the haters over by relentless kindness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds really good. I, I really want to watch it. Yeah. It sounds like it's on my alley. Yeah, so. it was great. I, I, I was expecting it to be good because I'd heard it's good. And um, as I said, it was co-created by and show run by the guy who made Scrubs. Mm. So, it's like, I, I, like I know him. in it too. What's yeah. his name? His name's... Um, Jeez, uh, I've forgotten it right now. Jason Sudeikis? Yes. Yeah. Sudeikis. Yeah, because yeah. it's based on a character that he made up. Right. Okay. In, and nice. and it had done a few like um, skits about. Okay. And okay. they've just developed it into a, an entire show. That's awesome. But yeah, it, it was... Um, I'm, I'm already partway through the second season and I only started watching it this week. So, um, cool. it's great. I, I fully recommend it to anyone who hasn't watched it. Nice. What about you? Good one, Dan. Mm. I like it. Uh, my other thing, other than my cool shirt, yep. which, uh, yeah, you can see there's a whale. Yeah. I like that. From uh, Maurice Gulligong. Mm. You're going to see, you're going to see me tag him in some stories when I'm playing golf, hopefully soon. Love it. Um, I just actually noticed something on Facebook, which I thought I might just use as my other thing. Okay. Um, there's been an announcement in the last hour about major changes to the roadmap out of the COVID nineteen lockdown from yeah. Monday. So I, I know that we're they they because I read the news this morning and he kind of had said uh, we're not moving it forward. It's going to be Monday still for the seventy yeah. percent, but they're going to be tweaking what happens at seventy and eighty. But I didn't hear anything else. So uh, from Monday, the number of adults allowed to gather in homes will increase from five to ten. <laughs> Go on. Uh, adults allowed in public spaces will increase from 20 to 30. I don't even know 30 people. Yeah. Um, the cap at weddings and funerals will go from 50 to 100. What a time to be alive and or die. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to reopen indoor pools, Dan. That's for you. That one is really good, actually, because... <laughs> I've recently announced I'm going to do a triathlon and now everyone we know is jumping on board. Yeah, we're, we're all doing the try. We're all doing the try. Now, I have yeah. a bone to pick with you, Tim, because um, <laughs> we, you know, we're all going to do it. We're just going to do it as a, as a group. There's not an official thing. It's going to pick a day. We're going to do it. Yep. I was thinking about this and, and you're always often like, why, why do you have to enter these things? Why don't you just yeah. do it and just say you've done it? Well, Tim, I can, I can swim a world record pace, but I'm not winning the gold medal if I'm not in the Olympics, right? <laughs> I can I, I can jump in a pool and swim fifty meters, but I'm not an Olympian. Yeah, but that's like elite I, competition. I, I, that I, is so I, different. I've done a marathon, Tim, but it was it was it, <laughs> and you scoffed at me every time. But I did it. I did forty two k's <laughs> at once. Would you say I've competed in a marathon? No, you you specifically said for uh, weeks that I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, well, that was because you walked it. That's my rebuttal. Thing. That's my uh, rebuttal. Yeah, do things for yourself, Dan. Don't <laughs> don't do things for others. All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm doing the metal. I'm getting it. Anyway, I'm, I'm going in the in our in our friend's triathlon and then I'm going in a real one because I think we're just starting with the sprint pace, uh, the sprint length in um, in December. And then I'll, I'll probably try and do the Olympic level, uh, the standard level, uh, maybe a few months later. Cool. Yeah. yeah I'm keen as for that. That's the only problem is I'm trying to look up like, what do I wear? <laughs> do I need to buy like one of those proper things that I can like swim, run and bike in? Maybe um, Mike Mortlock might have some uh, tips for us on what to wear, what's going to work for the bike, what's going to work for the swim. If he hasn't tuned out by now. Uh, here we go. Uh, we also had some more comments from Deepraj. You guys are doing an amazing job. Yeah, and uh, Joyce asked him to say so. Ah, so. You know Joyce. That's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving the horns. Yeah, it is. It's a good. It's a good button. Uh, I I want to add more. So if you've got an idea for us to add some some new sounds, uh, give us a shout. Dan, I have heaps of ideas. You can just ask me. No, I I, <laughs> I specifically have sent you ideas over the years. So I'll I'll get back onto this. Yes. I've got a lot. Of, I've got a lot of good ideas. Send All send right. them to me. I have I have uh, brain space to do it. Good. Good. All right, well. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. It's been a good episode. It's been, uh, you know, life's on the improvement, Tim. Life's on the way up. We've got nothing but, <laughs> but sunshine ahead. I hope so. It's a bit cloudy today, yep. if I'm being honest. I mean, emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's nice to smile again. It is. Feels good to smile. Feels good to laugh again. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to get in touch, two drunk podcast at gmail.com, uh, at two drunk accountants on all the socials. Make sure you join our group because this is live streamed in the group every week and we put up all sorts of fun stuff. So, oh, and, and if you want to get a bottle, uh, oh, not a bottle, sorry. What, what are we doing? <laughs> a stubby Merch. cooler. Yeah, stubby cooler. If you want to get a stubby cooler, which I don't think we've even announced yet, but there oh we my go. God, we just announced we it. We just announced it. Um, make sure you join the group because we're going to be putting that up there pretty soon. Pretty, they, they, pretty, pretty soon. They're on order. They're probably being printed <laughs> as, as we, speak. we speak. Yeah, that's amazing. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody, and we will calculate. Calculate. <sighs>